Highlander podcast is sponsored by the Utah Outdoor Association, a business association focused on elevating Utah's outdoor industry through educational programming and events. Their membership consists of Utah's outdoor manufacturers, retailers, outfitters, and guides. Member benefits include networking opportunities, recruitment of talent, and brand promotion. More information about volunteering and membership is available at utahoutdoor.org. The Highlander Podcast is brought to you by Outdoor Product Design and Development, a four-year undergraduate degree focused on training the next generation of product creators for the sports and outdoor industries. Learn more at opdd.usu.edu. Hey everyone, just a couple uh, quick corrections before we jump into the episode. Due to COVID-19, some of the events that we refer to in this episode uh, have been pushed back. And uh, so in- including the Hardware Ranch Classic, which we refer to, which was supposed to take place in April, uh, that event is actually going to be taking place the 13th and 14th of June. So coming up when uh, once this episode launches. And uh, so with that, we'll get right into the episode. Enjoy. On this episode of the Highlander Podcast, we talk with Sean Hansen and Ty Anderson, members of the Cash Archers Club Board. We talk with them about the history of the club, getting into archery, and how the sport has grown over time. Welcome back, everyone. This is Chase Anderson, and uh, today I'm joined by two guests, Sean Hansen and Ty Anderson of the Cash Archers Club here in Cash Valley. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, you bet. Yeah, We're glad to come in. And Thanks I should, for having us. Yeah, of course. I should say, Sean, you're the current treasurer of the group. Yes, I am. And then, Ty, you're working on, on tournaments, so part of the tournament committee. Yeah, I help out when I can and give the guys an extra hand. That's great. <laughs> um, well, well, this is fun for me because I, I grew up shooting a little bit. I, I'm not good by any means, but I remember that being a really big thing as a kid was shooting archery. That's something oh, yeah. that me and my brothers did and shot at some of the ranges down in Salt Lake and um, always loved doing that. And then I just kind of fell out of it. Um, it would be fun to get back in. And it's, it's nice to get to back know, into it. It's, it's nice to know there's a group up here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, we're here to help. And I think I became more aware that, that you guys were here because of Levi Bassett. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, with yep. shooting sports, um, and all the, the training that he does <laughs> across the state. Um, uh, we just had him on, on and, and had an interview with him yeah. on the podcast. So, um, but maybe we could get into a little bit of the history of the club. Um, how long has Cash Archer's been functioning here in Cash Valley? I believe it was formed around 1954, 55. Really? Wow. So we've been around a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and it's been going. It's been it's been going strong since. since then. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. It, it, it all started out. I used to shoot archery in the the basement of the Logan High School. Really? Yeah. It started there. Then they went to. Somewhere on Main Street, kind of right across from the old JB's on 5th North. Mm. Right in there, they used to shoot in that building. And then they built the Hunter's Ed Center down on Valley View where we shoot now. Right. And that's where our, our home is. That's you've been, where you've been ever since. Yeah, that's where we've been ever since. That's impressive for a oh, club yeah. to be going that long and yeah. so consistently. Yeah. Um, what? So can you talk a little bit about your current roles? and, and yeah. What does that look like day-to-day for each of you? What are you working on? Uh, right now, we're just working on our tournaments coming up throughout the year. We're kind of uh, wrapping up our league season. We're just going to be starting a spring league. Actually, tomorrow night, we'll start that. But then we move into, after our tournaments, we'll, we have our Card Canyon range. It's located up Logan Canyon. 
we'll get that opened up the end of April and we'll run that throughout the summer. That's what we do through the summer months, but it's a great range. So Ty, you're especially busy this time of year with the tournament coming up. You've got one, sounds like you've got one big event that's coming up April. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. We've got one coming up in April. Um, it takes a lot of time and effort to put in these tournaments to, you know, where up to Hardware Ranch, it's on a, you're in the hills. And so you got to pack the targets up on the hills and takes a lot of time and effort to do that. A lot of back work. Yeah. And you got to really, you know, as you're putting on your tournaments on the mountain, you got to make sure your shots are safe because you want to be shooting an arrow over a hill and hitting some guy on the other side. So right. there's a lot of taking a lot of time to make sure everything's super safe and, and it, it, it's good. Right. So how, what would you say are the things that the group is focused on? What's your mission overall as, as a as a club here in the I, I community? A lot of it is to make it a good family atmosphere. It's been really a, a big push since I've been on the committee now for 25 years mm. to really make it a family-oriented thing, you know, to get the kids involved and, you know, get mom out of the house and get her shooting too. And it's been really good that way. Yeah, have you so, seen – have you seen – most I guess most participants who are they like are they, are they families are they yeah young and old yeah where, where young are people and old. coming They're, from to do this they come from all over it's crazy uh, a lot of college students will come up here and come and shoot leagues and get involved with us um, like I said a lot of the the younger kids we get them started in our youth leagues and they'll get shooting a bow and next thing brother and sister shooting a bow the mom and dad shooting a bow and then they're mm. all part of the club and mm. it just kind of builds that way and word of mouth through the club, through the valley. That's great. So as a group, you put on, you have leagues. Yeah. Maybe, can you talk a little bit about what, what those leagues are? Oh yeah. What, what's a competition like for, uh, for someone who wants to participate kind of semi-competitively? Semi-competitive. Yeah. Well, our, we do, uh, let's say our 3D leagues. We'll do them through what, January, February into March. We'll do about eight weeks of that. We do them down at the, the fairgrounds in the big enclosed building. And a 3D league for- 3D league would be, we shoot realistic 3D looking animals. Right, right. So we're shooting yardages from 10 yards to 70 yards in that building. Mm. And it, it's a great night. And then through basically the middle of October till end of April, 1st of May, we'll be shooting circles mm. down at the Hunter's Ed Center. We'll shoot a right. fall, winter, and spring leagues down there. So we're staying shooting as much as we possibly can. Yeah, so, so for people who are members of the group, how often mm. are, you, are you guys shooting? Oh, about once or twice a week. Yeah, once or oh, twice a really? week. Oh, really? Okay, so if someone wants to get into this, there's plenty of opportunity oh, to yeah, come yeah. and learn. and Plenty of opportunity. Um, and the, the people in the club are such great people because you can come in and not having a lot of experience, and they'll come out of their way to help you become a better archer. You know, right. From equipment to stance, whatever you need help with, everybody's willing to help each other out. And that's what I really love about archery is it's just such a tight-knit group of people or they just want to help everybody out and make everybody better right in the sport what what's the membership look like for the group like how many consistent people are coming out coming out to do this uh for our leagues wise yeah um our 3d league we probably shoot 100 to 125 wow. on a night wow yeah our circle leagues they'll probably consist of we're around like 40 people that shoot our circle leagues wow yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, that's, and, it's, and it's kind of different because it's kind of like two different people. Right. You're uh, circle shooters and 3D shooters. Yeah. 
you know, like I, I shoot at all, but you're really competitive guys are really good circle shooters because there's a lot of circle shoots all over, right. but there's also a lot of great 3D shoots. Yeah. Yeah, there's some that don't want to shoot paper, but rather shoot the targets. Yeah, what is that? What, what, just I, personal preference? It's personal preference. <laughs> Interesting. Personal preference. Huh. So what would you say to someone who who's looking to get in, but maybe they don't know anyone who's doing it? It can be a little daunting to just show up to an event oh, yeah. and you don't oh, have yeah. the equipment. Like, you don't yeah. really know what you're doing. Do you have that happen very often? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. we do. We time. have it all the time. Wow. And then, like I say, the, the people bring them in, they come in, they're never done it. And we'll just grab them and take them right out and get them shooting. You know, it, it's a great way to make friends right yeah. there, you know. I, we talked with Levi, um, mm -hmm. kind of similar, uh, you know. Yeah. Maybe, you know, if you are a shooter, maybe you don't have black powder, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we talked a little bit about the, the Mountain Man Biathlon that they just put on. And, and mm -hmm. I kind of asked him, well, what about these people who maybe you don't own a black powder rifle? Like, how do you get into that? Um, and he said, just just come to any of our events. Like, very similar mm -hmm. to what you're saying People yeah. are more than willing to, you know, hand you a bow oh, yeah. or hand you a, a black powder rifle and, and help you get into it, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they can definitely point you in the right direction of what equipment you want to start out with. You know, beginners may not want to go buy the high-end, you know, stuff. So they'll just they'll be uh, recommended for, you know, certain types of equipment. And then if they like it, then they can start. It can go as expensive as you want. Oh, for sure. Or it can be oh, as yeah. cheap as you want. Like, right. Yeah. It, almost anybody can do it. Right. And we got two really good archery stores here in the valley. Right. With, uh, Top of Utah Archery and Al Sporting Goods. Oh, where's, where's Top of Utah? Top of Utah is down on 1200 South and First West. Mm. I believe that's First first East, I think is what it is. It's down, it's down by Square One Printing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Down on South Main there. Yeah. And Lance is really good. He'll help you out. He's got a great variety of equipment and anything you need. What What do you feel like you've been doing this? How long have you been shooting, Ty? I've been shooting just over probably 20 years now. 20 years. And then, Sean, you've been I've with been, the organization for 25. Yeah, and I started shooting two or three years before that. Wow. What's the growth looked like since you've been working with, with this group and, and here in the Valley? Um, I would, it kind of fluctuates year to year. Yeah. You'll get a lot of people to shoot a lot and then they just kind of fade off and then they come back. It's kind of like a roller coaster. But I would say with our memberships, you're usually like, a, I'd say 150, you know, with the memberships. But then if you count their family members that included with them, you know, you're probably three to 400 members. Wow. What, what, is, what do you feel like? And do you guys compete in competitions around yeah. the state too? Yeah. Yep. So do you, you, what, what are some of those competitions? You have some local tournaments, Yeah. you know, for someone who wants to be really competitive, mm -hmm. what does the state of that oh, look the, like? The, what the what state, kind of tournaments do you get the state's into? state's got awesome tournaments. Yeah. Utah is probably one of the best for tournaments. There's so many good clubs in the state. They're holding shoots. You can go to a shoot almost every weekend. Hmm. And, and we get together as a group through the Utah Archery Association and we'll set up a calendar. So, Hopefully we're not on top of each other, but like I said, you could shoot every week into a tournament throughout the state, whether it's a circle tournament or a 3D tournament. Wow. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And some of the archers we've had in our club have been world champions. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Riley Whiting, Seneca Francis. I mean, these guys have got gold medals from all over, shooting all over the world. Jeez. Yeah. And you and, wouldn't even know. And yeah. we wouldn't even know. And then yeah. you have the, the world archery festival the big shoot in vegas every year yeah and we got a friend kyle douglas who lives over in harrisville just over the hill 21 years old and he won that event 
Really? Yeah. And practicing here. Oh with, yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. We club. shoot with Kyle a lot. And and what's so cool about archery for me is I go on the line and I'm not shooting against Ty or you or whoever else. Right. It's all against myself. Yeah. So it's a mental game, you know, and a physical game, but that's the best part, you know, you're just trying to outbeat yourself. Right. I I've never been a competitive shooter, but yeah. I've participated in single action yeah. cowboy shooting oh, a yeah. little bit. And it's kind of this it's similar in that way where you're not competing against anyone in the club. Yeah. I mean, you get ranked and, oh, yeah, and all that, yeah. but no one really sees it that way. Mm-hmm. You're always just trying to beat your own time yeah, yeah. or your own score. And yeah. um, it's what initially attracted both of you to, to archery. How did you well, initially get into it? It's not. <laughs> it seems like a sport that you don't. I don't know. Maybe you stumble yeah. into it, or you were yeah. raised doing no, it. How did that happen for I you? I never really shot until after I got married, and my brother-in-law and his dad shot all the time. And they were mm-hmm. part of the club. And it was just, hey, come on down and shoot with me. I got a bow for you to try. Mm. And I've been doing it ever since. Really? They got me hooked, and my, my girls got all into it. We started, when I got on the committee, we didn't have a youth league. Oh. So me and one of the other guys, Brent Bassett, we got together and said, let's get a kids' league going. And brought my girls in. And then we started getting some other young kids, like <laughs> Ty. He was one of our first ones, too. Yeah. And these kids have all grown up and got kids, and they're all part of the archery club, too. And our youth leagues have turned out really big. We get a lot of kids. I was going to say, so for you, what do you feel like some of the, are the, I don't know, bigger changes that have come over your time being in the club, introducing a youth league? Have, have there yeah. been any yeah. other big changes to the club over the time that you've been involved? I, I would say the youth league. Youth league like was probably so one impactful. of the biggest because, yeah. you know, we really got that going and we tried to make it really a good fundamental, get the kids in, get them excited, teach them how to go. And then there's also a the program that's called the JOAD program, the Junior Archery Olympic Development Program. Some of the guys from the club had gone and made this program for those kids that want to really become competitive and shoot better. So it kind of gives them that stepping stone to get into mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And then we also have like the YHEC kids that will come down and shoot with us and help those guys out. Right. Ty, how'd you get into it? Um, a lot of it was, you know, my family hunted and during hunting season you only get to use that equipment for so long and just wanted to keep doing it and was introduced to the shooting sports throughout the winter and that was when you know the spring leagues and the started out with the youth and then it just grew from there i i did the youth leagues and the joe ed program and the yhec program all the way through high school oh that's great and then just what what is it about this the, is there something about the sport itself you know outside of the hunting aspect of it what you, you mentioned oh. a little bit about competing against yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is there something internally that just attracts you to it? For me, I'm, I'm like Sean said, I'm there to beat my score from the week before. Right. Um, sometimes, you know, you, you get into certain habits that you'd maybe call bad habits. And so I work on practicing to, mm-hmm. and, you know, improve on those habits and improve my shooting skills. And, mm-hmm. you know, I for me, I, a lot of it's, I'm against myself, mm-hmm. you know, growing up in the youth league, shooting the youth sports, you, you know, there was a competitive edge of you're there to beat the other contestants. But now that I'm older and I'm just trying to keep those skills honed and, you know, improve for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Is, is there, um, kind of getting into like a more technical side of things what yeah. what kind of equipment are you using i mean you got your bow but there's probably there's different oh oh yeah there's different categories right of, yeah, of bows yeah, right yeah you know I, I shoot a compound okay and you know you have compound bows you got recurves 
traditional equipment, Olympic bows. Mm-hmm. You know, the Olympic bows are, you know, your fancier looking recurve style yeah. bows, but I prefer the compound. I like it, you know, it's got the wheels. It shoots a lot faster and more accurate for me because with the recurve, I can't hit the broadside of a barn with it. Yeah. But, but you can get into so much equipment with the sights and the stabilizers and figuring out different weights and lengths and yeah, yeah. But, but for someone who just wants to get into it, bring whatever bow yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. If you got a bow and just want to come down and shoot with us, come and shoot. And then for competitive shooters, when you're in a tournament, are there different categories? There, there, there is different okay. classes. You can get into uh, like shooting for money, mm-hmm. like a money class, a championship class, and that's where the big boys shoot. Yeah, and only certain types of equipment or. Yeah, yeah. They, they break down a different classes. That. You know, like an open class is basically anything you want to throw on a bow. Right. And then. Like a bow hunter class, it's you have to have a shorter stabilizer and a fixed pin sight. You can't have a most of them. Most of them now have slider sights that move up and down, and you can get a lot of yardage with. But each one has different classes, so you sign up for them classes. Then also there's youth divisions you can get into for the kids, and then there's the adults, and then you get into the senior divisions from there too. So right, it, there's quite a, f- a lot of brackets you can get into. So you could get lost. You could get just lost in that if oh, we yeah. if we talked more about that. Yeah. Um, I, I was doing a little research just on on kind of the state of archery across the country, mm-hmm. and um, the little bit that I was reading, uh, it was interesting. Um, you know, they were trying to attribute like why the growth in archery. There's kind of a national growth, and they attributed it back to 2012. You had the Hunger Games. Coming oh up. yeah. And oh, did, yeah. did you see that? Bump? Oh yeah. You know, yeah, because yeah, I've, I've talked with uh, like the guys down in Owls. Yeah, because they sell all those kids type recurves that right. were made to look just like the Hunger Game bows. Yeah, and they couldn't keep them on the shelves. Really, and then our youth leagues are just packed with kids. That's so interesting. Because it's crazy yeah. how movie crazes will draw them out. Right, which great, great for yeah, this club. It's, it's right? great. Bring for it on. It, yeah, yeah. yeah bring, bring, bring more archery and <laughs> oh, movies. Yeah. That would, that'd be great for the club. But it's really interesting to see, like you know, how impactful that is for the kids, right? Oh yeah. And it could open up a whole new world, a whole new mm-hmm. sport yeah. for them oh, yeah. that maybe they wouldn't have even considered to be a, oh, yeah. a cool thing, right? Yeah, or, it gets them out of the house, away from the video games, and then go out in the yard and shoot and. Yeah. Have a good time. Get outside and experience our outdoors. Right. Have you, how many people in the club do you see it's, it's, they got into it through hunting versus they just like it for the sport? Do you, do you see kind of a mix of people who are, you know, do you see archers who aren't hunters or do you see, or is everyone kind yeah, of affiliated I, I, I with I would hunting? say we have more hunters than, right. than competitive yeah. type archers. Right. Because it's kind of like you yeah, tie. It's, yep. it's a way to Something, yeah. stay do fresh and yeah. practice. And, yeah. Our club is really big with the, the hunting mm-hmm. scene, you know, with the bow hunters. Which is so big up in this oh, area. Oh, yeah, it's it really big. Um, and the good thing, if you say you drew some archery tag up here, mm-hmm. you have un- unlimited resources with people up here. If they know you got a tag, they're coming out of the woodworks to help you out. Right, sure. Which is so cool, you know, to have that big group of people willing to help you. Right. Oh, that's great. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about um, the April event? Um, up at Hardware Ranch. What, what's that event called, first of all? When When is it going to take place? Um, uh, okay, that's the Hardware Ranch Classic. That'll be on April, it's the third weekend, the 18th and 19th, I believe, of April. Yeah. And if you've ever been to the Hardware Ranch, mm-hmm. the, we start there in the visitor center, and that's where we do all of our registration and stuff. But the mountain out to the east of the parking lot, we set up two big courses up there. Mm. So you, you shoot both courses, you know, so you can shoot one, come back, We'll have uh, people that are cooking food. You can get food and then shoot the second course. 
but one side is completely unmarked course, so you don't know what the distance is on or anything. Mm. And then the other side is a, what's called a rating style course, which has the orange dots on the animals. And each one of them will have a, a distance written down on the stake, so you know exactly how far they are. So it, it's a good time. We're up there for two, three yeah. days doing two, it. Days. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, we'll go up Thursday afternoon, stake it out. We spend all day Friday setting it up. They shoot Saturday and Sunday and tear down Sunday night. Do you, and is that an event where you're pulling people from all over the state? Yeah, kind yeah of we, we bring them in from, well, all over the state. We, they come from Wyoming, Idaho. Wow. We've had them come from Colorado. We've had a, a big number of people come from all over. Yeah, how many? We'll, we'll, we'll bring in probably, Yeah. I think we bring in about four or 500 people for this. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's quite the event. What, you know, it's kind of interesting. You, you've got a whole committee, right? Just yeah. to put these events on. Cause yeah. so that, that could be a full time oh, yeah. job in and of itself. Right. Um, what goes into the planning and executing an event? You know, what would you tell someone who, you know, doesn't even know what it takes to, to set up something like this? What, what does that even look like for you? I, it's a lot of it's just getting together as a group and discussing and, you know, kind of lay out a, plan on a napkin but then what obviously when we get there the plans change and mm -hmm. just tweak and perfect it eventually when it's all said and done mm -hmm. yeah any yeah. any unforeseen <laughs> challenges that that you've encountered you know <laughs> weather when, yeah is weather weather weather's one i was gonna say and up here you never yeah, know what you're gonna get right and on the hardware ranch the weather can either break you or make you you mm -hmm. know right and there's a lot of times it's crazy because in the valley it'll be raining or snowing, and you go up the hardware and it's as sunny as can be. Hmm. It's it's weird how that sits up there. So you might get people who are deterred from coming up, yeah. that are in the valley because they think, oh, it's yeah. going to be worse up there, but it's yeah. actually yeah. nice. Yeah, but we've been able to now, you know, with social media, you can get video and stuff, and guys yeah. run down and where they can post it, and people see Let it. Let people now. know it's clear. Oh yeah, good to go. Yeah, it's it's a good time. But do you get to participate while you're there? Or are you busy just uh, get making sure everything runs we'll, smoothly? We'll get out and we'll usually, get to shoot a little bit. Yeah. Well, usually after we get everything set up Friday night, all of us that set up, there's usually, what, maybe eight of us that set it all up. We'll run out and go shoot, try to shoot both courses that night. And right. next time we go out, someone will tear it down. So we stay pretty busy. That's great. Um, can you share a little bit more about the organization? Um, you know, who else is involved? What What's the committee look like? You know, there's certainly the two of you. Yeah. Um, you know, who else is involved in this group and, and making it, you know, actually yeah, run? Yeah, well, we have we have our president, Bob Stephan Hagen, mm -hmm. and then I'm the treasurer. And then Chris Parker's our secretary. We have Casey Stephan Hagen that is our, our internet, our web stuff. We have Nikki Smith, she does all of our Facebook, Instagram stuff like that and then we have Jackson and McKenzie they do our indoor leagues Nick and Cliff do our 3d leagues a lot of our stuff we have two people because yeah. of so much right uh, Craig and Chance they run Card Canyon mm -hmm. right so we have Reed and Dan they run our tournaments so it's it's when I first got on with the committee there was probably only like maybe six or seven of us and really? now there's 15 of us wow. on there that's you know, it's it's cool for me because I haven't been really in this world. It's, yeah. you know, and just seeing it from the outside, you might think, oh, you know, cash archery club. That mm -hmm. That's, you know, that's not a huge thing. But yeah. there's a huge team oh, that's yeah. involved yeah. In, and a lot of people interested. In oh, this. yeah. And, and it's a great team. We all get in together and help each other out because, you know, we all love it. We want it to continue to grow for our kids and yeah. everybody else. So we, we put a lot of time into it. And yeah. Yeah. 
can you talk a little bit more about the Card Canyon and oh, yeah. what, what is that like? What are the hours if someone wants to go and use oh, those facilities? So Card Canyon, it's actually up Logan Canyon just above Third Dam. How many miles would it be? About 12 miles from the mouth of the canyon. Probably. Um, it's, uh, it, it's kind of a steep, narrow canyon where there's two courses that are set up. Um, there We call it the upper loop and a lower loop. There's 30 targets on each loop. And it's basically open from when the club can get up there, um, depending on the snow. Um, basically open from then and then until about a week before the archery season starts. We'll go up and pull most of the targets down. There's a few targets that get left up uh, year-round. Um, that's kind of the advantage of being a club member is the membership gets you access to that. But club members can mm -hmm. take guests and introduce it to them, and then they decide they want to participate in the club, and they can uh, yeah. purchase membership to go up and shoot card. And you can basically do it seven days a week from dark to dark. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So it's it's yeah. just available for yeah, members available. to go. Yeah, in you, and when you access. get a, when you get the membership, you get the combination to the cage. Oh, that's great. So, like, say, you go anytime you go want to go up there. Right. And sometimes there, you know. There might be five, ten people up there. Sometimes you might be the only person up there, oh, depending great. on the night and the time. Right. You know, it's kind of it's really nice to have sixty three D targets to go shoot up there. Right. I was gonna plus, say. Plus, you got the big warm up area with bags at distance, and there's there's a picnic area with a fire pit and picnic tables and stuff. Right. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it, it's a great place. Is is that pretty unique for for a community to have so many resources for people interested in this sport? Between having Card Canyon, having um, the shooting sports facility yeah. out out um, kind of on 200 North, um, you know, to have owls and and top of Utah. Top of Utah. Yeah. It seems like we've got a lot oh, of we, we got a lot a, of resources. We got here. a lot of resources here in the valley for the archery. Oh, that's great. A of, yeah, a lot of good resources. How does it compare to across the state? Or I think we've got one of the better resources. I think we've got the better. Yeah, and and what I've always been told from everybody is we've got the best outdoor range, which is really right. nice to hear that. Yeah. Um, Brigham Bowman over the hill. They got a they got a pretty nice archery range outdoor too, up in the Manaway Canyon. Mm, so yeah. we got them that club right there, and then Preston has a club too, also. Oh, interesting. And then okay. you know Bear Lake Bowman has a club, Hill Archers. So there's so many clubs around, right? And we we're all really tight, and we know yeah. each other well, and we yeah. integrate with each other. So there's a lot of commodity right there. So there's a lot of different ranges you can go and shoot, which right. is which is really fun. Oh, that's great. What what are the large um, or what are the other big state competitions that people participate in? Well, throughout this, uh, through the Utah Archery Association, they'll have a state three spot shoot. They have the state five spot, the state formal, state field, state mark three D. I think the state marked on three D, state golf shoot. So there's like seven state shoots right yeah. there. Wow, and then. All the different clubs, like I said, from Cash to Brigham to Hill to Datus to Timpanogos, all the way down, everybody's pulling in different shoots. Mm. So it's there's a lot. And then also the Easton Center out in Salt Lake. Right. That's a really awesome archery place. Yeah. And they put on some really good shoots out there, too, during the year. Yeah, I was going to say, for people interested in, in uh, archery products, Utah's a great place. You've got so oh, yeah. many brands um, oh, yeah. here yeah. in the state right, oh, yeah. you look, when it comes yeah. to product. You look, Hoyt Archery's made right here yeah. in Salt Lake. Right. Easton, Easton, Easton yeah. Archery. Easton. 
Gold tip. Yep, gold tip arrows. Yeah. Gold tip arrows are right here too. Yeah. And then hot shot archery is right here in Logan. They're right. handheld releases and right. make some of the best. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's all local. Yeah. You know, it's so great to be able to support these guys. Right. That is great. Um, let's see. How, you know, what's the best way for people to stay in touch with the organization? I, You know, casharchers.com. It looks like your website is yep, pretty active. That's our, and, yep. We just got it all redone and up to date now. That's so great. That, uh, our Facebook page, Cash Archers. And then also we're on Instagram too. Yeah. That's great. Cash Archers, yeah. What... I guess to just kind of to wrap up, what would you say to someone who's uh, just looking to get into involved, um, but it's kind of on the fence? You know, what would you tell them about your experience in archery? I tell them it's a great thing. Come and join us. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime they want to come and join us and need help or something, just, you know, through Facebook, you can message us. Yeah. A lot of people do that. And then yeah. we're right there to help them. Yep. Yeah. Anytime. I was going to say, you guys were pretty fast yeah, to get yeah, back yeah. to me. So. Anytime. We're, <laughs> yeah. We love it. Well, if there's a family wanting to do something together as a family, you know, this is one of those sports that you can do almost year round and do it as a family and expand. And, um, you know, it doesn't hurt to come give it a shot or just come down to the range. And if somebody's in there shooting, more than likely they'll be more than happy to tell you what their setup is and, you know, even maybe let you shoot it. Mm -hmm. and get you on your get you on your way yeah, yeah i was gonna say it probably just takes shooting a few times and then you, you get hooked you're oh, definitely yeah. hooked yeah oh yeah and, and the guys down at the, the hunter's ed center down there the range all the volunteers and andy that runs it they're such great people they're willing to help anybody too yeah well i was gonna yeah. say there's no lack of resources no, you, no, and, no, and it seems like a great sport to be able to shoot year round oh, yeah. with all the resources mm -hmm. that we oh, have yeah. here so well Thanks again for taking time to, oh, to come up. This has been great. I've learned a lot about yeah. the sport, and i got to get back, get back out and do it. Yeah. You know, It's been a few Definitely. years, but I'll have to give it a try again. We'll so. expect to see you on April 18th <laughs> on the hardware. I don't know if I could compete, but <laughs> no, but no, would love to come out. I'm having fun. Well, that's great. Well, Our, thanks again. You bet. Yeah, thank you, you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Highlander Podcast. Subscribe and listen for more outdoor stories and content wherever podcasts are found. On HighlanderMag.com and each Sunday at 4 p.m. on Aggie Radio, 92.3 FM in Cache Valley.